0: Banks Radio, the national broadcaster of the Isle of Man, was first set up in 1849 but quickly closed again after management realized radio hadn't been invented yet. It reopened in 1964 and has broadcast the same programs continuously since then with short toilet breaks using the tried and trusted formula of getting people to talk into microphones. Generations of loyal listeners have grown up with the station and quite a few have died listening to it, leading to the daily obituaries consistently achieving some of its best listening figures. The nation station started life in an old caravan on a tip, before moving to a top-secret radar training base on Douglas Head. While still top-secret to many island residents, it now uses Rayjar instead of radar as a way of trying to discover which way it's heading. Meanwhile, authorities hope to help them celebrate their 55th anniversary by moving them back into the caravan. The station is widely accepted as being at its best during periods of extreme weather. When it broadcasts the message All lined roads are lethally dangerous, stay at home, unless you're a radio presenter. Constantly interspersed with messages telling you everything is cancelled. The following program offers a unique fly-on-the-wall look at the daily workings of what goes on at IM1. 6.45am. The morning news team get together to discuss the most important issues ahead of the morning's Monday's current affairs programme. Right then, what have we got so far?
1: Two double espressos, a flat
0: white and an
2: Americano. Excellent. Good. Is the coffee machine working? Uh no So first off, place a call to the vending machine operators please Tell them it's urgent And if they're not here before 8.30 We'll ring them live on air That should speed things up a bit Now, have we got any other live interviews to worry about today? There's the Chief Minister at ten past eight Yes,
1: but he doesn't really count, does he? What's he talking about? Government efficiencies we did that a couple of weeks ago. They want to do it again, just, just to make sure. Oh, 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 all right,
2: I suppose. Then they want to do it again next Wednesday. That's nah, just taking the... And Friday. Tell them they can only have the Friday. We'd better have something political before the weekend, really. And the other piece slated at the moment is that woman from the London School of Art who paints pictures of chimpanzees with her feet but shade and light.
1: Or perhaps slayed and... Sh-
2: indeed, indeed. Now, what have we got to go with this one?
1: There's our daily diary piece on the restoration
2: progress on the Queen's Pier. Mm, Yes, that's a banker for the next 28 years. Anything else to bring a bit of light and shade to the programme? Well, is that piece bright or dark? Dark, I would say, wouldn't you? Not many laughs in a piece about scrubbing rust off girders.
1: We have a piece with the Minister for Policy Observation or Practice on reformation of the political substructure within the Cabinet Working Group's Committee on Ethical Governance in Proletariat Post-Brexit Nationalism. Can you uh, sprinkle some fairy dust on that? You
2: mean, drop in a bed of annoying and totally inappropriate music? Yeah. Picardy Witch, Brotherhood of Man, Def Leppard, George Formby, that sort of thing. A few superfluous words of an intro and a witty outline to make it more listenable, but of course take away any credence the speaker may actually have. Got it. Morning, men. I don't think you can say that now. Isn't that sexual discrimination? Is it?
3: Ah, well, morning, ladies. Sprite drop everything. We've got an amber weather warning. Amber? Is that serious? Well, it's one darker than yellow, isn't it? So I don't think they'd have issued it unless it was fairly serious. What's it for? Well, to warn people, obviously. No, what, what's the warning about? Oh, right, well, it seems from 10 o'clock today, right through till 3pm tomorrow, the island's going to be in for a prolonged period of relatively mild weather. All of the island? Yeah, it's, it's island-wide. Tweetbeat have already told motorists to use the mountain road wherever possible. There could be some gentle breezes, dry road conditions and lovely views.
1: Right, Sh- shall I get the
3: Met office on the line? Yeah, yeah, good call, good call. But not in the studio. Call them from a soft, grassy bank somewhere, it'll sound
2: better. Oh, OK, I'll see if I can get the Chief Minister live on the programme.
3: Great, great. Look, I'm going to put in a call to the Lord Bishop.
4: Peters and Lee, no, not our one the real ones there with their groovy hit Welcome Home, which is bound to be a smash or at least it was 45 years ago and of course you can keep up to date with all the latest hits and news from, well, even less than 45 years ago mostly by going to Manx Radio online on Facebook, Twitter and manxradio.com
3: From the to Bride, online, on smartphone apps, and on AM and FM, this
0: is Manx Radio.
3: There won't be any dangerous high-voltage cables here. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. is. you all
2: right, mate? Hello? Hello? If you're digging a big hole, look into it first.
5: The Nation
2: Station, Manx Radio.
4: Now let's go to the Met Office and say hello this morning to Kirsty Pendleton.
6: That's not my name.
4: Sorry, that's the cyclist I was thinking of. Still, I bet you've got nice legs. I'm sorry? I bet yours are nice. Very trim, like Victoria's. All that pumping up and down. You what? On her bike. Sorry, are you a keen cyclist? Lots of people are now, aren't they?
6: I suppose so.
4: Do you like a nice ride?
6: Shall I just do the weather?
4: Yeah. Tell me, what do you want for Christmas? Would you like one of those dolls which is always wetting itself?
6: No.
2: Can I do the weather now? What
4: do you prefer, Christmas pudding or Kraft Dairy Lee slices? Kirsty? Kirsty?
7: Thanks, Radio.
0: Meanwhile in the boardroom, senior management prepare for a breakfast budget meeting. It's 10am.
3: Right, now uh, item one on the agenda, money. Have we made any this year? Uh, no. Oh, pity. is yeah, that?
4: Well, it's predominantly down to challenging conditions in the first quarter, heavy static overheads, a lack of mm-hmm. confidence in financial fluidity mm-hmm. with regard to widespread commercial mm-hmm. expectations, mm-hmm. short selling by market leaders mm-hmm. and archaic campaign management in a turbulent mm-hmm. fiscal
3: atmosphere. You mean we've not sold enough adverts?
4: Yeah, we're well down on the first, second, third, fourth and fifth quarters. Fifth fifth quarter next year we haven't started selling it yet but we're already down on budget yeah, well, why is that oh several reasons but mostly the new coffee machine. Oh. Can't get rid of that. Uh, look,
3: uh, could we get firms to, to, to
4: sponsor things? Done it. Weather, road watch, sea watch, air watch, what's on, what's off? What's off? Yeah, a new guide to things which aren't happening and aren't likely to. Who's sponsoring that? Department of Economic Development. Uh, no, you, you mean the Department of Enterprise. God, yeah. Forgotten they've gone from being dead to just being duh. Oh, look, the, the,
3: the, there must be something. Um,
4: well, it's the uh, the obituaries. Oh, great,
3: Great, great, great idea, look. Okay, everyone. Okay, let's brainstorm this. Who can we get to sponsor the o bits? JCB uh, or Bulldog Spades, or big
1: gas ovens,
3: Cleanex, Solicitors. Uh, list- uh, they, they, they must have a will.
1: The people who make those long black cards.
4: Like
3: florists. We're whiskey sellers, you know, for the wake. You always have whiskey at a wake, like with tea. Air we don't freshener like manufacturers. <laughs>
2: It's radio Obituary, brought to you by new Stain Killer Surface Cleaner. Bang! And the muck is
0: gone. It's mid-morning, and the programming team are developing some of their latest broadcast media strategies. This morning, they're thrashing out the latest on-air competition ideas in an initiative known as Constructive Radio Program Personal Airplay, or CRAP PAP. Okay, chaps, let's get going. We only have an hour and a half to come up with a
1: cutting-edge competition which will engage the audience. Keep positive, people. Yesterday's game of
4: working out the mystery artist went down a storm.
2: Yeah, it was a toughie, too. You can't underestimate the audience, though. They always managed to get it in the end. I don't know how they worked it out. We had no correct guesses until about 15
4: minutes before the answer was revealed. Wasn't that about the same time they got given the Schmed Schmirin clue? That's right. I mean, you'd have to be a genius to have got it. I came up with it, and even I had to check the answer. Yeah, uh, what was it? I'm afraid I can't tell you. Forgotten? No,
1: we're using it again next week. Save money and all that. (laughs) Marvellous. Right, lads and ladies, I forgot we've got that work experience in today. So be on your best behaviour, no innuendo or double entendre until we can palm him off.
4: (laughs) I
2: bet
1: he'll enjoy that. Oh, grow up. I've got it. What? Today's competition. Well, I hope you've got something good. I've got a Stonker. (laughs) One more, and you're on a written warning.
4: People like music, right? I mean, they're always texting in, wanting the latest Boney M record and such, so how about we get them to guess what the song we're playing is by only hearing a little bit of it? I think that's been done, mate. No, 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 no. This is completely different. What, the bit in the middle? No.
1: The bit at the end? No.
3: It's 10.35, competition time. Our morning teaser we called The Bit Before The Music Begins. <laughs> If you haven't played it before, it's very simple. I select a classic track from the 60s, 70s or 80s, but instead of playing the whole track, I'll just play you a little clip from Before the Music Begins. All you have to do is tell me what the track is. Simples. So, here we go then. The bit before the music begins. And all I'm going to tell you today, it's a classic smash hit from between 1969 and 1980. I can't tell you anymore. I'll give it away. Just have a listen to this. Have you got it yet? I'll play it again. But now, Manx Radio, we offer you a choice of listening. If you've already died, stay tuned to FM 97.2 with us. More of the same from the last 50-plus years. From your nation's station, the voice of man, kick FM-friendly listening station, bane of your life, online, on air, on drugs, ongoing, forever, national broadcaster, you know you want it, really, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and the Manx Radio portal, the new Radivision. If you're alive, but you've just lost the will to live, then retune to AM 1368, where it's time for today's Timbald Sitting Live from the Chamber, or at least live-ish. If you're sticking with me here on the Coloursters Kippers Morning Show, we've got the best B-sides of the last three decades and the chance to win £2.50 worth of scrap metal and a tour of the Queen's Pier. But down in the Timbalt Chamber, if he's got there yet, is Billy Quinn. What's the big stink today, Billy? There's a mix of business for members to mull over today,
1: from legislation on sex dolls to the introduction of a new £3 note.
3: So there you are, two hours of listening to a track you've been hearing for the last 40 years, or you can stay with me. And we're just about to start today's uh,
1: driven views by some of the sharpest tongues in world politics. Among those featuring today is Lazare North MHK Fiona Kizik, who's worried about the decline of the Manx cat. Elsewhere, angry Southern member Porter and MHK Robert Zendenbach is trying to pass a bill that would ban the import of UK politicians. And, And now, here they all come, filing in. And first to squirm today is George Quine, with his question about the Chief Minister's sexuality. But first, here's President of the Court, Ned Carouche.
2: Order, order, order a few 14-inch pizzas please, Mr. Clark, and then we can proceed. Right, pepperoni for the keys, a small chips for Ledgeco, and two bottles of Fanta, brilliant. Right, the following members are excused. The Minister for Jollies is currently in North Korea on a fact-finding mission. The Burul MHK is dressing as Father Christmas for the children of the victims of Scrap Metal Support Group. And the Foxdale MHK has sent me the following note. Dear Tinwald, let's be honest, it's not like we're doing anything important. Catch you in the prospect after. Clive... Kiss, hug, kiss, hug, kiss, wink, face, kiss, hug. First question is from Little Switzerland MHK, Bob Cornifer.
4: Gurum, uh, shivashik I'd like to ask the Minister of Obfuscation and Lies, uh, heads or tails?
0: All the journalists are gathered in the newsroom to hear from the editor for a short news meeting, setting out the day's stories to chase. The news meeting can last anywhere between five minutes and three days.
3: Now, before we begin our little gathering... I'll set the timer. I thought I'd take the opportunity to now introduce our new intern. Ju... 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 Jun Karuna. Jun Karuna, yes, that's right. Jun Karuna, everybody. Mara mai. Yeah, yeah, well, enough of that for now, Jun. Mr Karuna... Uh, here is joining us for the next 12 months provided we still exist of course to to live and breathe the news as a manx radio journalist
4: Mm, don't get it in your lungs
3: yeah well june was chosen after a a pool of highly qualified uk candidates all visited the islands once and decided they couldn't bear to live here oh he also passed the john dog literacy test and most importantly has a car Mm, no brainer well no 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 he's not that bad so, uh, now uh, would you like perhaps to tell everyone a little bit about yourself so we can all get more acquainted?
1: Well, hello everybody, I'm Dewan from Balasala. Does he mean Balasala? Uh, next to Castletown, or perhaps
3: closer to Colby? It's
1: Balasala, fella. There's
3: no need for insults.
1: Well... I graduated from the Isle of Man College in Manx Studies before completing a Masters in Queenie Science at uh, Peel Polluted Marina Polytechnic. And what made
2: you want to become a journalist?
1: Uh, all the other 958 job vacancies were in the finance sector and the other was being the man who shouts who goes there through the wall in Castle Russian. God, is that available again? What's the number?
3: So, so Mr Croon, with your extensive local knowledge... National. Yes, yes, national knowledge, you're sure to fit in very well. Now, for your first job, we'd like you to go down to Strand Street and ask members of the public about this latest government initiative to try and save money. It's a scheme called, you probably know it, Broke whereby ordinary residents are being invited to make a mandatory contribution to help government address its funding problems. Uh, what do I do if nobody wants to talk? Well, it's never happened before. Uh, here's your microphone and your kit. Press this button to record, this button to censor out government criticism, and this button to translate Mag's dialogue. But are you already... Bye! <clears throat> uh,
1: um, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry to bother you. What do you think about uh, government... I don't speak to journalists. It's all fake news anyway. Excuse me, excuse me, sorry to bother you. Uh, w- what do you think about government's broke scheme? Oh, yeah, well, most of them are broke, aren't they? No, 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 it's a. It's, ah, uh...
3: oh, you're alone. I'm off, pal. I'm off. Bye, bye. Uh, f-
1: fast am I. I. I'm from Manx Radio, and. Uh... Oh, look, darling, it's native, isn't he, super? <laughs> Can we have him in the gardens
7: back at home?
3: <laughs> oh, darling, please, we only stopped off to import our luxury jet and establish a few shell companies, so, of course. Let's just collect on that from government officers
7: and get home. All right. are <laughs> <sighs>
1: Hi, um, can I, uh, can I, um, getting? Hi, um, can I ask you what you think about uh, governments? They're all a bunch of crooks. I'm off
4: to
2: bushies or the cloth donkey or whatever it's called these days.
1: <sighs> Hello, I'm Dewan from Manx. Uh,
2: Sorry, mate, can't talk. Need to get to a protest. A protest? Yeah, just round the corner. It's the anti-Kipper demo. Anti-Kipper demo? Yeah, a bunch of us in Peel just can't take it anymore. I've got a friend whose wife has had her nose removed. Children have been caught heaving chunks near the house of Mananin. It's divided the whole town, and the old man, well, he doesn't go out anymore. He just sits in the bathroom with a bar of soap up his nose. Just wait until they see our banner of what a kipper looks like before it's removed from the smokehouse. Right. Follow me, I'll take you there. It'll be a great scoop.
0: A large protest by island standards, 12 to 15 people were gathered on Prospect Hill to lobby for less smelly fish.
4: We prefer meat, no more kippers in our chippers. they're like feet, we prefer meat,
0: no more... There to greet them was Little Switzerland MHK Bob Conifer.
1: Everyone, everyone, please, we understand your concerns. I once smelt a kipper and it. it was very unpleasant. The government can't renegotiate with the smokehouse until the 22nd century because of a deal we signed without even reading it.
2: Have you ever seen your son look up at you, nose wrinkled, and say, Dad, how could anyone eat that? Have you? Yeah. It's disgraceful, these MHKs, considering in are well ventilated unkipper smelling offices, while us ordinary peel folk have to go round permanently smelling like burnt beacon for the rest of our lives. When's Mr Conifer going to come and get a whiff of what's really going
1: on? Now now listen, apart from helping, government is doing everything it possibly can on this issue. Do you even know what a kipper looks like? Well, yes, I I quite like them actually, in a bap with a little red sauce.
0: Back on air, it's almost time for the presenter to have a fag. And coming up in just a moment, it's news. From
3: Fort Anne to Fairy Cottage. Online, on smartphone apps, and on AM and FM. This is Manx Radio. There won't be any dangerous wild animals here.
2: Ooh, there are. Hello? You all right? If you're digging a big hole, check there are no wild animals at the bottom. They won't be pleased. And breaking news
1: this hour. The island is in for a spell of relatively mild weather. The Met Office has issued an amber warning for nice-ish conditions between now and tomorrow. Met men say temperatures may rise as high as 18 degrees Celsius and winds will be force one or nothing. Tim Glover is paddling on the beach at Gansey. Tim? Hello, Dewan. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, all, all well, Tim. Um,
2: so how's it, how's it doing down there? Well, 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 I I have to say it's really quite nice down here. Since I arrived, several cars have gone past with windows down and sometimes with the driver's elbow sticking out. Others have even removed the roof. That's just the convertibles, of course. A few moments ago, I chatted to a man walking his dog on the beach, and he said he can't remember weather as nice as this since earlier in the summer, when it was really rather pleasant, and possibly even nicer. And looking at the latest Twitter feed from Floodwatch, it just says dry, with no chance of any flooding anywhere on the island anytime soon. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Julian. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks again, Tim Glover
1: there. From Gansey Beach, Neil Young is at the Met Office. Neil, is this quite nice weather difficult to accurately predict? No. Neil Young and Ronaldsway Met Office. The advice from police is even if you don't need to make a journey, why don't you try and go out for a drive anyway? And if you're heading in for work, leave less time than usual and drive a little faster. You probably won't kill anyone. And even if you do, it'll give us something to talk about. In other news, the steam packet has admitted it was to blame for a recent incident in which seawater and diesel oil entered the mains water supply in Douglas. The alarm was raised after several customers in Douglas contacted Manx Utilities to say that their drinking water tasted nicer than normal, with none of that usual chlorinated tang. Packet boss Edward Woodward says the incident happened after an employee who was scrubbing down the outside of the Ben McCree, subsequent to a particularly rough trip, connected connected a hose to a cold water tap in the Gents just next to Costa in the C Terminal and a reverse suction event was caused after several toilets in the facility were flushed simultaneously. The MUA have asked customers who discover any extraneous matter in their water supplies, particularly diced carrot, to dispose of the material carefully and leave their taps open until the water runs clear or clearish. This will help both flush the pipes and boost MUA profits. And in sport, Mark Cavendish has just won the Tour de Barnsley again. Talking to Twitter shortly after his victory, he said, f- I can't f- believe I've just won the f- Tour de Barnsley again. Jesus Christ, I Think it was because I paddled faster than every c- and every, b- every other f- person. Totally. F- Manx Radio News at three and a half minutes past 11. Our next is in 56 and a half minutes time, by when very little will have changed. In the meantime, if you think something has, you can read exactly the same as I've just read out by following Manx Radio on Facebook, Twitter, or at manxradio.com, or just read the paper. It's all the same stuff.
0: Now it's time for Manx Road Watch, part of the station's public service broadcast remit to remind people of problems they've already known about for ages.
3: Yes, and looking at the Manx roads today, and the Stuggadoo Road is still viciously Manx, even if most people don't know where it is, Spit Corner in Peel remains controversial, though more Manx than Weatherglass Corner, whilst there's also confusion today over a Kreutlaue or Kratlaui and Lineg or Linnig. Old favourites, such as Balaf, yes, they look like they can still be pronounced properly only by Manx people of several years standing, whilst Begaro is still a complete disaster area for anyone with fewer than five generations of Manxness under their Bela Twine belts. Uh, looking towards the middle of the Isle of Man the uh, Balamoda Strait struggling with some long term anglicisation in some areas it's become the Balamoda Strait in the north Andria still being pronounced Andrus by those who want to sound Manx even if they aren't but not by anyone else uh, Peel wrote Craig Willies and the Slock fairly Manx still today in the north the Moorig Park being completely <coughs> right into Moorig uh, whilst Peel's latest pub has just given up its seems, altogether and named itself after one of the few things that the Isle of Man has never had
0: It's lunchtime. An emergency management meeting has been called to discuss government concerns with the station's latest initiative, adding moving pictures to its broadcast output.
1: So, there's concern among some MHKs that radio with moving pictures has been done before, and we really don't need to do it again. Really? What was the last one called then? Television, apparently. Television? Never heard of it. So, we're going to have to come up with a different name. Short, snappy, to the point. And what is the point? Well, it's obviously a unique chance for the public to witness some of their politicians not only talking on the radio, but moving at the same time. Talking and moving? That sounds a bit radical. So I was thinking of radio with moving pictures and sound. Got it. Radivision. Radivision. Brilliant. They can't possibly have any objections to that. The Nation Station.
5: Max Radio.
2: Welcome back on Online One. We've got Timmy. Hello, Timmy.
1: Hello, Stu.
2: So what do you want to talk about today?
1: Well, nothing really, Stu, but uh, have you seen the cost of beans recently?
2: Uh, No, I haven't really, Timmy. And I I can't say I know anything about beans other than coffee beans, of course. And you'll find some excellent coffee beans in a little shop on Apple Street.
1: No, not coffee beans, Stu. Real beans, you know, in tins.
2: Oh, right. You tell me more, then.
1: Well, Stu, I went down to the supermarket the other day to buy some beans, and there were only three different brands available. I won't mention them here, Stu, because I know you're not allowed to advertise, but they were all different prices, Stu. I mean, one tin was 60p, one tin was 37p, and another tin was just 20p. I mean, that can't be... And it's there can't be that much difference
2: in the sauce So that means either one of the tins is massively one of stew Stew, and then of how's it going? Busy is, Six. Oh, better than nothing I suppose all, stew, What's lunchtime looking like? Oh, go good, good Yeah, that should help first, yeah. they could buy that. Have you started so those new Tinwald subs yet? Yeah. Yep, yeah? you remember, big roll, cut the ends off Pack it out with lentils, chickpeas raw cabbage Yeah, that's it Yeah, long, pointless Over Filled, guaranteed wind. Yeah, great. Two. OK, see ya.
1: Asked you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Timmy. I'm listening. Beans, yeah, so what's your point?
1: Well, Stu, it's terrible. Some of these people haven't got two beans to rub together, if you know what I mean, and they're getting ripped off. I went to speak to the manager, Stu, because I thought he ought to know, and I said, listen, mate, have you seen the price of your beans? It doesn't seem fair on the old people, you know, who fought the war and that. And you know what, Stu? He didn't want to know. He said all the prices were decided by the company and were nothing to do with him. It was like he didn't care, Stu. So I've been on to Age Concern, or whatever they're called now, and they didn't seem to know anything about
2: it. either. Yep, <coughs> yep, yeah, yeah, really. Do you think it might be Brexit?
1: I don't know about anything like that, Stu. I think they were just in Heinz and Branston.
2: Well, well, I'll need to leave there, Timmy, because I've got a long ad break I need to fit in, and I need a WAS.
5: The nation's station, man's radio.
3: There won't be an unexploded thermonuclear device here. Oh, wrong again. Hello? Hello? Anyone?
0: Where are you? Hello? If you're digging a big hole, do check first to see if you're in a mine in North Korea. It's 2pm and time for the station's token programme for women, Women of Man.
5: Hello, this is Women of Man. I'm Beth Wimple, Nigella Lawson in pot noodle form. And I'm Chrissy de Havilland-Vickers, the thinking woman's biggles. First of all, a look at the weather. Chrissy. Yeah, I can see it. Good. On the program today, something serious and sad. Something
6: of no consequence whatsoever, but the sort of thing you will like to waste time posting about on Facebook.
5: And something light-hearted. Just remind us that while we're all going to die, probably from one of the numerous illnesses we feature most weeks, for lots of us that won't be for quite some time. So you may as well have some fun first.
6: And all the stories involve women in one form or another.
5: Hence the name of the program, Chrissy, Beth, Chrissy. Bess. And in the studio today, we have a man who can literally play a tune on anything. Go on, uh, give us a tune on that paper coffee cup. (coughs) That is fantastic. Amazing. More of that later. But first, we know from your many letters, emails, tweets and comments on Facebook that a lot of you have sad, empty lives. And we like to think that we play a part in that. Yesterday, we heard from a woman whose child had suffered mild shock and light bruising after an oversight meant the infant was momentarily abandoned during a daily cleansing routine in an incident where the baby was thrown out with the bathwater. But first, morbid addictions. Figures show that more women than ever are losing hours of their life on a regular basis, stuck in loops of obsessive, repetitive and vaguely pointless behaviour, carrying out activities which serve no purpose, are depressing and can lead to a desire to to end it all. This woman, who doesn't want to be named, so we'll just call her Jeannie Q from Regaby explained more to me, and I should warn you that some of you may find parts of what she says
7: deeply uninteresting. It started about, I don't know, two or three years ago, I suppose. You don't really notice it creeping up on you, if I'm honest. It's invidious. You know, it it just seems harmless at first and then just grows and grows out of control by the time you recognise it. It's too late. Suddenly hours of your life are just disappearing into what I can only describe as a sort of black void. An empty space where you know nothing can survive and you just start to become conscious, the end of everything. And life suddenly seems pointless. That's terrible.
6: Are you you happy to say what, what your morbid addiction is? Well, it's...
7: I...
5: It's okay, Jeannie. We know it's really difficult for you, so you can stop at any time you want. But
7: we'd rather you didn't. Yes. Well, I actually listened to the live Tinwald broadcasts
5: oh jeannie that's so brave of you to admit
7: in their entirety
5: god that must have been awful all of it
7: yes even on the rare occasions that they went beyond tea time i can't stop myself it was like a drug cyanide no pro- more the Barbituate family
5: Thanks for being so brave in sharing that with us, Jeannie. Uh, I think we've heard the worst of it, so I'm beginning to lose interest now. I haven't finished yet. Yes, you have. Don't forget, if you're affected by any of the issues we discuss here on Women of Man, you can go to our Facebook page to have a whinge. Though remember, we obviously won't have you on the programme as we've done that one. Will this be broadcast? Of course. And tweeted and
6: Facebook, of course, and YouTube and the New Manx radio portal in HD to capture every twist and turn of your despair and embarrassment for the joy of others. Um, possibly Grinder if we're really keen. There should be loads of people listening or watching one way or another. But don't go yet because we want a picture of you with us looking sympathetic. But now to our studio guest. Phineas Crump, who quite literally can play pretty much anything you care to mention, and is currently on the island as part of his UK-wide tour, called Phineas Crump, the man who quite literally can play pretty much anything you care to mention. Phineas, welcome.
4: Hello, not nice to be here.
6: When did you first discover you had this amazing skill?
4: Well, Christine, I think it dates back to when I was a nipper... And my dad was a, a milliner specialising in ladies' silk fascinators, uh, but we lived in Scunthorpe, so as you can imagine, we were pretty poor. I wanted a piano, but there was no hope, so I made my own out to strings from an old tennis racket, uh, a body made from a shoebox, and the keys from my dad's dominoes.
5: Did it sound like a piano? Uh,
4: no, it sounded like an old tennis racket attached to a shoebox. The dominoes were just decoration, really. So, what have you brought today? I uh, will first off, I have what looks like an empty packet of salt and vinegar hula hoops.
5: It is an empty packet of salt and vinegar hula hoops. You're not going to play that. I am
4: indeed, Beth. Here we go with the Camp Town Races. The Camp Town Ladies sing their song, do-da, do-da. The Camp Town Races sing their
0: song, do-da-do-da-day. day do Thank yes. you. Oh,
5: that, that is
4: wow. brilliant. That is amazing. It, it took me about five weeks to learn that.
0: It's from. now 4 pm and time for more news, even though nothing has really happened since 3 pm. Young news hoover, Ewan Karoon has been tasked with making the news more Manx in order to fulfil 50% of the radio charter.
1: Manx radio news at almost tea time. I'm Ewan Karun. Plans for a big boatyard way up north might get real at you. Tim Baker, the political fella for the heirs, has some stuff he wants to ask the other fellas in that court from St John's. The previous coracle builders were booted out in their ass after they couldn't come up with the right moolah. The big minister sir, will be asked what he's doing to make sure the coracle boys don't sink. Tinwald is going to appoint another champion. It already has a kiddies champion and a champion for the wrinklies. It's now looking to appoint a champion for the middle aged. Chief Minister Farmer Palmer says the appointment has the great advantage of sounding like they're doing something useful whilst not actually doing anything. That funny policy and reform fella has defended the plan to spend £1.4 million to give part of Douglas High Street a bit of a scrub. Work will start early next year as part of efforts to make Lower Douglas less claggy. Work should take until mid-October but will probably drag on for a couple of years. Chris John Thomas says the work is worthwhile as Castle Street has always been a bit of a dump. Manx Radio News at ya, yes sir. More tomorrow, or if something happens. In the meantime, to keep up to date, pop down to the pub for a bravig and a good skeet.
0: It's 5.30 and the management team is in bed. Most of the audience are in the pub or watching YouTube. Listening figures are no longer in double figures, but the station keeps broadcasting regardless. As the world sleeps, the station keeps a watchful eye at the end of another typical day at IM1.
2: Hi, hello there and welcome to The Late Show. We're going to start off this evening with a classic from the Sex Pistols, Anarchy in the UK, right after this.
3: There won't be any telecommunications cables here. There, told you, no problem.
2: If you're digging a big hole, make sure there are no telecommunications cables. One was written and performed by Vera Schick, Lex Label, G11, and Edwina Roach. With grateful thanks going to Beastly Human, Betty Sheep, Hyacinth, served Willie Chrismals, Jemmy Hullerclines, and Clincher Toenail. It was expertly produced by Ellie Blacks and was a Four Wise Men production for Manx Radio.